Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Herman, your host, and we got Pete today, which he's in in a bit of pain. He's very gingerly walking around. <laughs> Fragile. 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 Ripped open. <laughs> yeah. And we got Abe and Nolan and Aaron and uh, Nick. I almost said Narquito again. The first. <laughs> right? Got a little backwards. Anyway, this no comes is the Gentleman's Podcast. The uh, idea behind this podcast is to inspire gentlemen. And the way we do that is by learning ourselves. We really don't know. It's not that we don't know. We don't... I think we have some false ideas of it, so we're trying to explore it, and uh, whoever's listening and watching, <clears throat> hopefully you can find something good out of it. We actually had a comment on the last one, right, Aaron? You want to read that comment, yes. and we'll, we'll start with that. Uh, let me pull it up. Uh, give me a minute. So our comment was... Uh, <clears throat> or a message... Yeah, it was a message <coughs> from uh, a listener. It's from someone that was listening. He, his opinion on what we had that night on truth, he was saying that if non-Christian listens to the podcast, how are they supposed to determine it's biblical truth or if something that you believe in without actual proving it in the Bible according to what you're saying? If you want to reach lost souls or plant a seed of biblical truth in a non-believer, my opinion would be to prove to the people watching that the points you are trying to make are biblically proven facts and beliefs and not just something you just say you believe. Well, see, my, uh, my intention in this is not so much to prove one way or the other. It is more of to provoke thought. And the people that are listening or watching. <clears throat> provoke thought and provoke maybe even uh, debate in your own self or maybe with people around you that will lead you to find your own answers. Because if I can convince you, then so can somebody else. But if you find, and as the, the way we live our lives, all of us around this, these tables, um, we, tr we, we try to, whatever we learn or whatever we see and whatever we, we look for, we try to match it up with, with biblical truth. That's where our experiences come from. And so if it sounds odd or it sounds wrong, or go explore it for yourself. I think that's the best. That's what I've, I've done, uh, well, all of us here, really. Or ask questions. Yeah, even that, ask questions. And that's actually what I would encourage. Ask questions because uh, that will, if we're wrong, then we will find the right answers. And that, that's what this podcast is supposed to be. It's, it's not about right or wrong. It's more about provoking thought and finding truth that you can base uh, your beliefs on. Where Because, like I said, if I can convince you, look at somebody else. I don't want to convince you. I want you to find your own truth. Or not your own truth, but find the truth and uh, live a better life through that. I had one of the things, um, well, the first thing we will go through. I don't know. Can you pull up Romans 5, 1 through 5? Mm -hmm. I don't have it here because I don't have my tablet. 
the ASV version. Okay. Good enough? All right. You yeah, want to borrow one. Yeah. The Passion. I got an ASB. You don't have a Passion in here? Uh, Yeah, go to the top. Go to the top. Yeah, click NASB, hit TPT. Found it. There you go. So... I had so I was, I was listening actually to a message from Dan Moeller, which uh, what I really admire about the guy. We we actually seen him, me and Jakey, my wife, our wives. You were there too, weren't you? Uh-huh. Um, I was. We went and listened to him a few years ago, and the message I was listening to last Monday was from a few weeks ago, and in in his his preaching really hasn't changed a bit. It's exactly what he talked about before, pretty much, and. It wasn't even anything he he preached where I got this from. It was more while he was preaching, something came to mind about how um, trouble or or, uh, just, yeah, hardship can bring endurance. And that's where, and I didn't know where it was, so I looked it up, and it's in Romans 5. And from 1 through 5, it reads, Our faith in Jesus transfers God's righteousness to us, and he now declares us flawless in his eyes. This means we can now enjoy true and lasting peace with God, all because of what our Lord Jesus, the Anointed One, has done for us. Our faith guarantees us permanent access into the marvelous kindness that has given us a perfect relationship with God. What incredible joy bursts forth within us as we keep on celebrating our hope of experiencing God's glory. But that's not all. But wait, there's more. (laughs) Even at times of trouble, we have joyful confidence knowing that our our, our pressures will develop in us patient endurance. And patient endurance will refine our character and proven character leads us back to hope. And this hope is not disappointing. Disappointing fantasy because we can now experience the endless love of God cascading into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who lives in us. When I read that, there's, there's another one uh, in Hebrews, and I don't remember exactly where it is, that talks about how do not give up your hope because it is a very valuable currency or something like that. And I have, uh, for those around me, and I've talked about it on here a little bit, how I've gone through... Uh, spells of of depression not hardcore i can still work but i'm not very it's 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 rough getting up in the morning sometimes and i've been praying and asking and wanting and just waiting for an answer or for it to lift and when that came up i realized that i don't know how this was a while ago when i when i read it for the first time i prayed for hardship and now that it came, <laughs> well, I was, now you don't know what to do with it. <laughs> no, I was not just that. I was disappointed. I was, I was waiting for, for, um, for deliverance, really. And when I read that, not only did I repent, and I, I, I sat in the shower and cried, because now I look forward to it. Because through the hope, we can find God's glory while we're here. So it is, it is not a bad thing when we go through hardship. And I've also found through that that I have more strength to go through it on a day-to-day, which is pretty awesome. And there was another thing. He spoke a little bit on his relationship between <clears throat> him, that one message was to him and his granddaughter. And um, 
I have, so Joshua is kind of my troubled child, you could say. He plays a lot of video games. He gets up about lunch or sometimes about one or two o'clock, plays until I don't know how late in the morning. And I would, he has got a very, very good mind, very active mind. He loves challenges. He's, he's extremely smart. But he's hooked on video games, and uh, I prayed for guidance on how how to lead him out of that. And I felt like the Spirit said, "This is." I felt it several times that, uh, like, there's there's certain things. I don't give him whatever he wants, but I also don't look down on him because of it. And it's been hard sometimes uh, because it does not match, or it it. It does not fit what what I would usually think uh, kids should look like, and it it in if I if I compare myself, which is, it goes back, don't compare yourselves among yourselves. So <laughs> when I, when I do that, I feel like I'm failing as a dad to my son. So um, there was another with that message was also a confirmation that you know let him be. The father, the father has him, and uh, he'll figure it out, which was interesting. But yeah, any any thoughts on Romans five? Peter Froze commented, "He a great book for you guys to work to work with and discuss. Um, listen to it. It's good to be a man by Michael Foster. I'll have to give it a shot. Yeah." Yeah, I've got a few books I need to go through. Yeah, I've, I've got been, a whole I've been list already. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, for me, um, I actually get questions like that quite a bit. And the answer is that pe- people say, oh, you've got to be exactly biblically based. You've got to get all of your answers directly from the book only. And you've got to do all of these things. And I'm like, (coughs) the Bible is a great thing. It can speak to you. It can do all of these great things. But if you do not start to live like the what's all that's actually in you, then you've missed the entire point of it. If, if you go to strictly that, if, if you live on 100%, like I don't, I don't want to say it wrong to where it's going to come out wrong, if everything you do is based 100% on the Bible and you don't listen to the Spirit, if the Spirit is talking to you, at what point does it not become that you have made the Bible an idol and now your worship is not on God but it's worship on a book? Yeah, because I, I think that's very dangerous. I mean, it, it's never to say that the, the that the Bible is not important. The Bible is our most important tool. It is. Yeah, I, I think I think our experiences, and uh, especially if we are not sure, we should go back to it and see if it if it if it lines yeah, up. It's a baseline. Yeah, yeah. Does it line up? Yeah. But but even still, that like said, yeah, th- this goes to earlier when I was telling you. Um, so I, I said I, I'm I'm one word through a basic four word uh, uh, word study. A lot of that takes the Bible we use now against every other version of the Bible, and they use different words. Yeah. So the further back you go, at what point now is it that 
there's a misinterpretation in the Bible, so does that mean the Bible's wrong? And then you go back and you go far enough to go into the Hebrew books or, or you go to uh, um, the Talmud or you go into the Greek Septuagint or any of these, these ancient books or the ancient writings, and it's worded different. So if, if you do that and we use it word for word, can we not get lost in translation? I think it's very easy to get lost in translation. That's, I think it's very dangerous to get lost in uh, translation. It's also, and, and I think and another thing, I think that I know all myself, I, I fell or I was in, <clears throat> I guess fell for for a long time, was this idea that you have, yeah, everything has to match up with that. But, and yeah, which is kind of a dangerous line yeah. to walk because yeah. it does need to, to, to match the biblical interpretation like yeah it's god's word exactly well it's it's god's word what's how, how is it it's it's inspired by god it's, it's living inspired, word inspired exactly. by god but inspired it's by, by man god. so but it's like you said the translation a lot of like, even if you i love the nasb and yep. and the uh, passion translation those two yep. is what i usually read because i understand them better yep and even at that there's even in those two there's, there's differences oh yeah there's some, well, something like one difference. that goes into, into this word study that i'm doing um the word hell if you read it and just pick a version, most of them don't use the word hell. But you read the King James or the New King James, they do. But even the English translations, you can read it in any other translation. Uh, what is it? The Aramaic uh, to direct English, whatever it's called. I can't remember exactly. Yeah. But even in that one, the word hell is not even in there. So the entire testament. It's not in there? It's not in there. The Old Testament does not use that where word. Did, where did they get it from? I then? don't know. But it's an English translation. That's but it, it's, it's taken they out of. Greek. No, not, not even the Greek word is not hell. Only what? the English word is. Uh, is it Greek that shale or sheol? However you say that, it's a s h e o l. Something like that. It, it's listed thirty-one times yeah. in the Old Testament. I think, if I remember right, it's thirty-one times in the Old Testament and twenty-four times or twenty-three times in the New Testament is the word hell in the New King James and the King James. But if you read it in the NASB, you read it in the Amplified Classic, you read it into and in the uh, Passion. I didn't study it in. I didn't check it, but. Just in the Old Testament, there's like, I think, 31 references to the word Sheol in every other Bible except for the King James and the New King James. That's interesting. So it's just one of those, like, at, at that point, then, where where's the incorrection? Do we base it solely on, uh, so some of us, like, I know growing up, it was King James or nothing. Yep, mm -hmm. that's how I was too, yeah. And so that meant the word hell was preached into us. And now, going back to study it, it means something different because that word doesn't mean what we were taught it meant. Well, an interesting uh, where this is coming from is the Bible says those that believe in me will not perish. Yeah. Mm. yeah. What's the contrary to that? The ones that do will perish. No. But what I was taught growing up is they will burn in hell forever. For eternity. But you can't, if they perish, they can't burn for eternity or it can't yeah. be in hell for eternity. So there's there's a mismatch there. Yeah, there, there's something that, that was lost in translation. And it was, it was brought up to me by somebody at the East Texas Encounter, but... Like it's something I, I really want to find for myself. Yeah, and, exactly. And, and that, that's where this word study is going. But to go into that, like just just in a nutshell, you know, it, it's just a point of thought uh, to think about: is is man inherently immortal? That that's like the biggest question that stuck out to me the whole thing, and that's kind of where all this stems off of. Because um, what you said, you know, we're taught that you you believe in Christ, you will live for eternity, you will live in heaven with Him for eternity. Yeah. So if if man is not inherently immortal, which we know he's not. Right. Man is not an immortal creation. We are, we're mortal. We will die. The Bible says very clearly we yeah. will die. And it doesn't Which, just say once. It's but it also a talks about death. resurrection. Yeah, it does. But it also talks about a second death. And it says that that one is done. 
That's right. It does so, talk about a second. Never thought yeah. about that that way. Yeah. So if there's a second death, who does it apply to? The you ones know, that don't believe because the ones believe it, will live it would forever. be the ones that are in hell. That's my understanding. Yeah. There's a second death. It will apply to those who are in hell. I when it says it hell will be cast into the lake of fire with the devil and his angels. Yeah, that's what it was made for. It was, yeah. it was made for the devil. It wasn't devil made for angel. mortal man. Right. But going back to the, to the point, if man is not inherently immortal and we are only inherently immortal through Jesus Christ, which means we will only receive immortality if we accept Jesus Christ, right? And believe in him, yeah. And believe in him. Is that, that makes sense, right? Yep. It, it makes yeah. sense to us. It's not. I'm not saying I'm 100% right and everybody else is wrong. But if that's true, then if you're in hell, will you live there for eternity? You're not immortal. According to what it says, you will not live there forever. That, that's the thought. Is, will hell be forever? Ever, or when it gets to the lake of fire, will it be? I think the gone? lake of fire will be forever. because it's for, It will, for because it was made for immortal beings. Yes, but, which is but, the devil and his angels. But man that gets cast into hell, man is not immortal without Christ. And, and there's, I, I don't remember this exactly, and uh, maybe Nolan remembers a little more about how this is worded, but the hell... Hell is a separation from God, right? Yeah. Do you remember? How, and I think that is, that is biblical. And I, I don't have my notes on me, and that's kind of wasn't planning on bringing this up. But if, if that's true, then you are separated from him. You cannot be immortal through him because you are separated. You cannot receive that immortality if you are separate from God or separate from Jesus. So right. at some point in time, what happens to hell? And there's isn't there not another verse, I think you, you mentioned it uh, during the week. Uh, there's a verse that says that he is just and he will not punish beyond what is right. I don't, I don't remember. I don't think I mentioned that, but I, I, I think there is something like it. it. Yeah. Maybe it was yeah. my wife. That did. Somebody mentioned okay. that. Like that there's a verse that says God is a righteous God and he will not punish beyond what, uh, what, what you're... Because... So... And this is another thought that I've had. I, I believe that even our justice system is a heavenly. It's it's an image of a heavenly, uh, of of God's system, per se. That a judge. Well, the Bible talks about it, doesn't it? That, that uh, Jesus is our. He sits at the right hand and he speaks for us that all our debts are paid, and the evil one. Sits there and uh, accuses. Ac yeah, it accuses, accuses us. So that it's it would not be hard to uh, then kind of parallel that with our justice system. Yeah, uh, a lawyer, a judge, God being a judge, Jesus being a lawyer. Yeah, uh, two lawyers, uh, Jesus and the devil. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what would it be a, a de how would you say it? A prosecutor and a yeah, a a prosecutor and a lawyer. Called yeah. It makes and you're, sense. And you're doing, yeah, the, the guy that defends I, I, you. I found two. I Googled it real quickly. Is it God is just. There, There is a couple. Uh, I don't want to go through all of it. It says there's 21 verses about it. But Deuteronomy, uh, Deuteronomy 32, 4. A God of faithfulness and without iniquity, just and up, upright is he. And, and I'm guessing this is going to be King James. And then Psalms 89, 14. Righteousness, righteousness and justice are the foundation of your throne. Steadfast love and faithfulness go before you. Yeah, so he will not punish everybody equally because their um, the sins are not equally punished. That that's that that's uh, I'm trying to think. That's very controversial. Are you saying one sin is greater than the other? 
No, but there's if, there's if, sins if one sin have, is not greater than the other, does one carry a heavier burden or heavier punishment than the other? Of course they do. How? If it says that that well, one it, sin is not greater than the other, then one cannot carry a heavier punishment than the other. Both have a punishment, but the punishment is not the same. They're both sin in a way. Yeah, they're both sin. But if you parallel that again with with our judgment our justice system, yeah. If yeah, you, and if, this is why I would like to have my notes because I have some stuff on this because I, I I did it a little bit into that like is is all sin equal? I don't think they're equal. They're all sin, which separates no. you. And, they, but I and think if I remember right, the, there's something written about this. Could be. You normally that's, have answers. In that's this. very no. possible. I, I don't know. I mean, this is, You're my Bible Google. Google. <laughs> what the heck? Come on, Google. <laughs> Bible guru. Fire it oh, up. Google. He, uh, that's it. Used to be where I'd go to. So yeah. I think a good. I feel like there's something in there that says that sin is equal. Like like all sins are, are treated the same. But I, yeah, in in Romans it talks about that. Do you remember the verse? It I don't remember the exact verse, but it talks about that. Um, so does that mean when it grows up, it will lead to death? Yeah, right. Yeah, and yeah, it, I, I remember it that gives verse. Birth, mm-hmm. Yeah, gives birth so to death. so what's the biblical biblical definition of sin? What a thin separation. As. Well, there's a few things on. I mean, one is literally just missing the mark. Yeah, separation from, then, from the mean, father. Yeah. Yeah. So sin in the Hebrew means to be simply without God. Right. Separation. Yeah. And so with, with, with sin, you, you choose sin. You are not of God. And so everything that's not of God cannot be with with God. So with sin, you sin. Yeah, there may be a deeper amount of depravity that you can't reach. That is true. But all of this is done away from God. So yeah. in the end, we're, we're saying God mimics his kingdom. The punishment of all sin will have to be the same thing. It will need to be cast cast away in order for God to come. Because even if you look at like, let's take our own justice for as an example. If I lie to a customer, I'll probably lose him, but he couldn't prosecute me for it. If you are CEO of a massive company and you lie to your shareholders, you will go to a jail for a very long time. Yeah. And they're the same thing. But one is punishable by a lot more, which that, that's kind of the, the way I see it. Like, I, and I don't know. Maybe the, maybe the Bible standards, they're, they're all punished by the same thing. But if I think if our justice system is a parallel, like, I don't know if it is. Maybe it's just something we kind of see it as. But if a justice system is in a parallel in that way, I believe it. It's very possible that. So uh, I know you read the the passion translation, but I, I just found this. First uh, John five seventeen. All unrighteousness is sin, but there is sin that does not result in death. So then maybe we've we've been looking at it wrong anyway. First John five sixteen five seventeen. So. Which it, it, does that's not the passion translation. But let's see. Like I, I'll go back. For for the the King James New King James people, it'd be interesting to read that whole chapter. What's uh, what? See what goes on there. Yeah, 
even uh, so this is New King James all unrighteousness is sin and there is sin not leading to death digging a hole aren't we uh, possibly <laughs> could be a deep hole verse 16 like if anyone sees his brother sinning a sin which does not lead to death he will ask and he will give him life for those who commit sin and not leading to death there is sin leading to death I do not say that he should pray about it all unrighteousness is sin, and there is sin not leading to death. So, what would that apply to? I don't know. I just found that that's just, could could that, that be, might be something to take a note of if you can block, or mark that somewhere that we can use that. Maybe study that for next go around in case any questions come up on it. Could that be one of those, like if you would parallel it to our justice system? Not all crimes leads to your freedom being taken from you. Yeah, yeah. Some do, some don't. Yeah. Which in that case, some also your freedom is taking you forever. Like you get three or four life sentences yeah. for brutally murdering people. People, yeah. It's Texas capital <clears throat> punishment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got a fast lane for that. Right. But uh, you steal a car, you go to jail for a few years, and we hope to re. And even the justice system is there. Even that you could kind of relate to the to the law. The justice system. Why did it take you away your freedom? To hopefully rehabilitate you into being an upstanding citizen of your community. That's the point of the uh, uh, of taking your freedom away. Yeah. So th that was the law, wasn't it? The law was there for us to see what we were doing wrong. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was there for. To persecute us yeah. in a way. Because we often think that the law was there to save people. The law was not there to save, no. it was to condemn. It was to condemn. Yeah, exactly. So it's interesting how many parallels there are to our justice system. Which, I mean, you have to think, where, what was it based off of? It had come from a time where the same system was used in something else, which would be, I mean, you can trace it back to the Middle Ages, whatever, Roman Empire, uh, the, the Israelites. They had to have a basis for, for uh, justice. So yeah, that, that's one of those things that was probably passed down through the, through the generations. That's one of those things. Roman, I've been listening to Roman history. Oh, that is full of nuggets. That's so good. Um, if you read the Amplified, it says, All wrongdoing is sin comma and there is sin that does not lead to death and then in in uh, parenthesis it says one can repent of it and be forgiven but i think the bible actually talks there's only one sin that cannot be forgiven only one mm -hmm. it doesn't say there's multiple this kind of makes it the other way like it, it put emphasis on it, it most says, sin leads to death but and then it says not not all right or, no it says all wrongdoing is sin. Yeah. Comma. And there is sin that does not lead to death. Yeah, that one can repent. That of would it. be a good uh, a study subject because, like you said, there is a verse that says that sin, when it is grown, leads to death. Yeah. And that, that's not saying some. That's pretty much the way it's worded. It is Once all. it's conceived, yeah. it gives birth and leads so, to death. Something like that. So that takes time. We just need to figure out where that yeah. is. Yeah, that takes time for it to grow. So, Peter, so yeah, if you can find that, let's this, read that. Um, so the the source is one that I get a lot, and it goes into the argument of ignorance. Which one? The one we're that talking one. about right yep. now. Okay. So God is a completely fair judge. Okay. So sin is being with 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 out God. Right. So if you take a, a man born in a village on the earth 
and he has never heard of God, and he's raised in a brutal, awful place, and that man does the absolute best that he can absolutely do in that man's life, then what what so how would god judge that man i don't think you judge him by uh, his absolute best i think you judge him according to because even the bible says even for those that have never heard the word they only need to look at nature to see that there's a god yeah i think so, that's somebody mentioned this by. to me once and i've never taken the time to actually look into <clears throat> it but and i i don't know if it's biblical or not but somebody said that not we won't we won't necessarily be held to the same standard. Like like I know it, it is for I teachers. That. Like there's there's verses on that, and I, yeah. I just can't remember now pastors, what they are. But pastors, pastors teachers, teachers you would be held, you would judged more more well, strictly because as they should. Yeah. yeah. So somebody who had no access to it, I think there will be some grace. Not to say that they'll uh, that they'll be forgiven all their sins for for like brutal right. things that, that that could be done are still good. ignorance of the law is not exemption of the law. Exactly. The law has to be there. But I don't think it will necessarily carry the same penalty. Right. Which goes back to he sees the heart. And this is kind of why the whole thing about the, this uh, conversation where we were talking about um, hell, like we've talked about this outside of here before, um, why it kind of makes sense that that would it be eternal. Do you get where I'm going? Yeah, because he's a just God, yeah. he would not make it eternal. It seems it seems right, and this is one like you got messages for other stuff that was said. This will probably get stuff said, and yeah, it would, and, yeah. Well, at the end of the day, stuff, but we're here to inspire thought. Well, not only that, we're here to learn ourselves. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This is not necessarily set in stone that that this is oh this is one hundred percent correct and everybody else is wrong. This is a learning process, and this Absolutely. this comes from people that the the person that I heard it from is somebody that I feel is very knowledgeable in what he's talking about. Yeah, and obviously there was something that that pointed him in this direction, and. You know that that conversation pointed me in this direction, and and it will continue. Like there there right. is more beliefs than than we're aware of, and it's not to say that it's a Christian or not a Christian belief. It's just it's it's there, and there's no way to prove it one way or the other. Right, because you could look at like especially um, one of the one of the first podcasts I listened to that's really good, uh, Dan Carlin, Prophets of Doom. Okay. It talks about the the King James, uh, yeah. What's his name? The guy that translated the Bible. Oh, Martin Luther. Martin Luther. Well, one of the people that translated. Yeah, it, yeah, Martin Martin Luther and a few others that that kind of separated from the church and then yeah. said basically the word is written in a way where you can interpret it what it means, and what it led to is a bunch of killing. Yeah, and they thought they were doing right what they, by killing people. What was it called in the Dark Ages? Oh gosh! Yeah, that's how uh, I felt. Like normally, I, I know this word. Not the, was it Reformation? No, nope. yeah, it was Reformation, nope. wasn't it? No, nope. no. Reform- I think you're talking about the, when the king. No, was- when the when the church when the Anabaptists left the the Holy Roman Catholic Church and and it started this first thing. The Protestants. Oh, and, and no, the thing is- no, 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 no. Not what they were called. There was a time, like there was a name for this. It was during the time when, the, like the the church would kill people for heresy and pre dark ages. No, this I think this was the dark ages, was yeah. it not? Like when they were like they would kill anybody if you spoke against the Catholic but, and Church. Here's the thing: it wasn't. I think it was. It, it wasn't just Catholic. It wasn't just Roman Catholic Church that did it. Yeah. There was different um, cells, I guess you call them, like different things that or, or people that split off. Yeah, that had biblical backing and found that in there and started teaching it, and and people see and not just kill them, 
if they just killed you, you got off easy. Yeah, well, yeah, there was, you, you there can was, look back, like, during the dark times, it's crazy how the, I don't know that the church is necessarily responsible for all of it, but a lot of the most gruesome ways to kill someone and torture someone was come up by the church. Right, and, and that's the thing, like, back then, it was not seen as as that bad of a thing, like, it was normal in a way. Yeah. Now you would see that, and like, what's wrong with that? Like, that's not, that, that's nowhere near a Christian yeah, way to look yeah. at it. So, and we thought Ted Bundy was a bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, he was kind of a bad well, guy. I know, I know. I, that was just a smart aleck remark. But yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like things were things were really bad. That's what I'm saying. Like in, huh? Inquisition. Inquisition. Maybe that's what it that's was. What I was thinking for. Okay, I, I, I can't remember the word, but uh, that, that sounds like maybe that was it. I'll what have to I was look getting at is they they thought they really did think they were right. Yeah, yeah, they did. So what what the, the kind of what the goal is here is let's see if some of the th- things that we've grown up in and what we've been taught yeah. is it truly right let's start questioning it because if it's truly right it will su- it will survive questioning yeah cuz yeah. cuz th- this even this form of thinking you know a lot of people are going to say well you know that that that's not necessarily right you know try to see what's what was right what was wrong I, in a way it is uh it, we probably ought to find find this verse kind of to back this but uh test the spirits mm mm-hmm. mhm yeah, you know, um, that's one of those things. Maybe we ought to find that, so we have that as a point of reference. But that's kind of what the goal is here: is a lot of the things that we we're taught is is religious tradition more than it is exactly. true religion. It probably it's, came from a good. It, it all started from a good or, thing, but the thing is, Christian, the, the original the twisted. original church was the Catholic Church. I mean, yeah, right. why, why did they hold Peter in such high regard as the first pope? So it started with an apostle, but through the generations, things have changed, mm-hmm. and and. The, and how much we will stand up to truth? That's basically yeah, yeah. what we're trying to do here. Because yeah. uh, churches, like anything else, is, is a business at the end of the day. Yeah. How much of that you know gets lost? Uh, it gets twisted. And First John four one through six. First John four one six. I believe there was also a comment. Um, a sin is any thought or action that falls short of God's will. God is perfect, and anything we do falls short of His perfection. Anything we do that falls short of his perfection is sin. The right. Bible actually uses a number of examples or word, word pictures to illustrate what he means. For example, it tells us that sin is like an archer who misses the target. He draws back his bow and sends the arrow on its way. But instead of hitting the bullseye, it veers off course and misses the mark. The arrow only may miss it a little bit, or it may miss it a great deal, but the result is the same. The arrow doesn't land where it's supposed to. That's very good, actually. Yeah, uh, I, I like that. <clears throat> the same is true of sin. God's will is like the center of the target. And when we sin, we fall short We fall short of his will or miss the mark. And this is something we do every day, as the Bible says. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Romans 3.23 Even when we aren't aware of it, we commit sin by the things we do or fail to do or by the way we think. This is why we need Christ, for only He can forgive us all our sins, and only He can help us live the way we should. We can't forget ourselves, nor can we change our hearts and make ourselves better in God's eyes. See, and that, and that's, that's really the target. How do we position ourselves where we live according to... How, how do we live through Christ? What, what did you say there about the arrows? Mm-hmm. I have a very good example. Ricky Bobby, if you ain't first, you're last. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. that's yeah. exactly yeah. what you're, that you're is. You're right, 100%. <laughs> yep. If you ain't first, you're last. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Yep. But, no, what, 
with Sif that what sort a part of it that a lot of people miss is why do we miss no I'm like why do we actually miss no and it goes back to the garden you know when they ate from the tree they ate from the tree of what of knowledge, knowledge of good and good, evil. Knowledge, yeah. Knowledge. The, that's the piece. That uh, mental... Co- Connection. Yes. So when we, 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 we see sin, do you knowingly sin? Do you have knowledge that you sinned? I think more times than not, you do. There is... The Bible speaks on unintentional sin. Yeah. So, I mean, there is times where you miss the mark on accident. It's kind of go to what he said there. Yeah. Right, right. Ignorance, but not yeah. willful. Yeah, no, no. But ignorance. there is willful sin, too. Right. No, There's absolutely. Tons of there it. That kind of goes to what you said earlier. If you lie to a customer, you flat out lie, you're going to lose a customer. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, but that was a choice. That's a uh, intentional sin. Absolutely. You know had, you're telling Had you been misinformed and you lied to a customer, you can correct that and say, hey, I didn't know. I was misinformed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it, nonetheless, you lied. It doesn't no, change the fact yeah, what you exactly did. You're right. That but it was not intentional. Unintentional. unintentional. Yeah. Yeah. It, was, it was ignorant. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, but that goes back to ignorance of the law is not exemption of the law. Because it, it will not. still hurt that relationship. It will. And that's kind of where, so in, in his uh, comment there, um, he can help us to live the way we should. We can't forgive ourselves. Um, that, would, would that mean... I can't forgive myself or as people, I cannot, like, because that's one of those things. We can't forgive someone their sins, but we can still forgive them in a way that they won't feel guilty about it. So it, it, at the end of the day, if he's living with Christ and he feels bad about it, would uh, that, that separation not still be, if the guilt hangs over you, or is that still, are you still living in that sin? That's, you know, that Ben's encounter, we talk about that a lot. The, yeah. The hardest one to forgive is myself. Is yourself. Yeah. So in a sense, I'm not sure. I, I would need to see, and, and then this it be something I'll take a note of to look for. But I would be curious to see that because I, I right now in my mind, I kind of disagree with that to an extent. If you can't forgive yourself, you will hold on to that. I think what he's talking about is we can't forgive ourselves in front of Christ. Okay, yeah, and that's yeah. I agree. Yeah, no, and that I agree. Yeah, we, we we still need him as a savior, obviously, but even after that, there needs to be. A forgiveness because if if obviously the evil one does a good enough job to accuse us in front of Christ already yeah. we don't we don't need to do <laughs> give him any more we don't need to help him in any way yeah. yeah and I think that's where forgiving ourselves which can be a difficult yeah it really can yeah but yeah I think uh, yeah what are you talking about but back to well, uh, jumping back to what we were talking about earlier so the test of spirits it, it was John John four first John four one Beloved, and this is still the New King James Version. Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits, whether they are of God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. By this you know the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is of God. And every spirit that does not confess that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is not of God. And this is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you have heard was coming and is now already in the world. So, with, with that, so in, in verse 2, by this you know the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is of God. Every spirit. Every spirit. Which, which would infer that they might look different. Yeah, it might, oh, yeah. might come same, out of what we're, what we're taught. Same core. Yep. 
the core because is the same. Because if the, if the basis still goes back to say that the spirit that that Jesus Christ came to earth, died for our sins, then that spirit is still of God. So that reminds me of flesh. of something. Uh, I hate to bring Bill up all the time, but Bill Johnson, I I see him as a leader. He's a very good one, and he mentioned something that. Like he's had preachers there that preach differently, believe differently than he does. Mm-hmm. And somebody asked him, "Why do you invite those people?" And he says, "If they if they believe in the Trinity and that Jesus came in the flesh, mm-hmm. then we have the same core belief." And he we kind of went into the reason why he did that is also what we're doing here: provoke thought, yep. find the answers yourself, because I could be misled. Yeah. And, and well, I, mean, I agree. Yeah. I I could be very wrong. You could be very wrong. And right. me don't. Yeah. Me and you don't agree on a lot of things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like we've we learned obviously that. are wrong on a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you have to tell yourself. <laughs> but but nonetheless, so the things that we were taught. If if I'm wrong, sometimes, sometimes. you're wrong most times. No, I, I don't uh, even get to sometimes. But yeah, go ahead. Uh, Sorry. And then how often were our, our our teachings wrong? Not not wrong. Right. What's the difference? It, is is it saying that? A hundred years of, of Mennonite teaching or more is more correct than me. I'm not saying That's I'm I'm, I'm not saying I'm smarter know. than a hundred years worth of teaching. That's not what I'm getting at. Right. But the fact that I've taken it upon myself to find these things for myself, does that mean that what I've found is wrong and that the church was right? Just because they've been doing it for a hundred years. Because they have more time than I do. That's in, that's really the whole purpose of this. Well, is, is that not usually the core argument that goes against everything that we usually say? What? Or not, not even just here. I mean, in everyday life. Like, right. I, I can take most of the things that I've said to people that have caused uh, damage in relationships or uh, just caused people to, to kind of be like, you know, you know, we're going to stay away from you just a little bit. Right. Things like that are usually because we're taught one way. I said something different that I firmly believe, and, and it sticks. Right. And, and, you know, the thing is normally, obviously it does something. It, it, it provokes something inside them because they question it enough that, oh man, that, that's really questioning my beliefs. I don't know if I'm ready. I don't know if I want to do that. See, and that's, and that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're going back into my life. Like for the longest time, and I still deal with that in a lot of ways, I have a problem when people question it. But the thing is, that shouldn't be an issue. If, I, if, if what I believe is based on truth, there should be no issue, you or anybody on this table or anybody outside the table, questioning that. Yeah. Even if I can't can't answer at that time, if 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 what it does is provoke thought process in me and for me to find the truth, that's exactly what it should do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But that is difficult. That goes back to that video that we had last last time from uh, Jordan Peterson. Mm-hmm. When when yeah. when something challenges what your beliefs, and it is truth that challenges your beliefs, there is. And he, what he talks about, he, he says there's a lot of there's a lot of wood there to burn away yeah. your beliefs, and that hurts. Yeah, that can a lot of uh-huh. depending oh, how yeah. depending how much of that comes from like that you grew up with, and it's been in, like that for generations, and you truly believe it was right, and then you find out it might not be. Yeah. that hurts. Yeah, but we need to be open to it. Yeah, but we have to. No, it goes back to the altar. So um, to to fi- fit finish my thought on that is a lesson that I got taught and it was called the lesson of the bowman and what sin you go to shoot a bow you aim small 
Mimitithmal, right? You, 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 you gaze upon your, your, your target and you shoot straight and true. But try to look at something just beside it and focus on that one thing and then try to shoot. Wouldn't, wouldn't a good example... You'll miss om, almost every time. Wouldn't a good example be uh, scope versus non-scope? With a scope, you got a very narrow focus. Yeah. Without a scope, you got a very big focus. And, you, and you're... You're, you're Not necessarily. Of, if you really look at how like a lot of pros, no, even a lot of pros. Well, do you, you close your eye when you shoot? You get the four hundred yards. Even still, you sh- if your right eye dominant, your right eye set on the target. Your left eye is focused on getting you're on the target. You still have a wide field of view. You take a bunch of it away because you're right. running to the side. But, but before you shoot, you still focus on the one that's that's going through your through your scope. Mine are both open. Right, but you focus the one that's in the scope. It's one you use. <laughs> shoot i guess it would be yeah because that's a narrow focus yeah yeah you, you don't have a whole lot you don't, you don't have a, f- a big field of view in in the scope one yeah i have a very hard time i just don't need to learn that i have seen i've seen that before and i can see the benefits of both eyes open i can't do it yeah no can do on, on a four or five power maybe mm-hmm. 25 not so much yeah so i knew a pet pets and he, he would not let his kids leave the house until they were married. And he somehow tried to make this into a biblical thing. And I looked through the Bible back to front ten times. And I never found a single thing that said that. Right. In that entire book. And sometimes our knowledge and our tra- 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 decisions can be that taught taught socket that gets us off the main one. Absolutely. Bible talks about that. Yep. It, Traditions of man make the word non effect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it says that if you miss, even by a little bit, you still missed. Right. So even if the tradition is close. It's not good enough. You still missed. Yep. No, absolutely. Which and I think in a lot of ways, I know there's most people I don't think implemented to that point where where they don't let the, their kids leave the house. But in a lot of ways, we we tend or it's difficult for us to let our kids experience hardship. Mm-hmm. It's hard. Uh, that actually brings me to a movie I watched yesterday, Ray. Oh, okay. Or, uh, was it Ray Charles, the, mm-hmm. the blind piano player? Yep. That movie is so good. His his mom tells him, "Don't ever let anybody make you into a cripple." Mm. And I was thinking about that, and like, I tend to do that sometimes. <laughs> like, it's not hard. Like, you come home and my wife's like, "How do you feel?" I don't feel good. And it's easy to then let her kind of treat you differently. Well, I'm letting her treat me like a cripple. Yeah. That's, right right that's, now, I, I feel you. That's rough. Yep. Right now, I get to live that. Yeah. 
Yeah, and, and that's why, like, it, it bothers me so much even <sighs> when I'm not supposed to work. Yeah. You tell me not to do it. In the movie, there's a scene where, as a kid, this short, right. shortly after he loses his sight, he uh, run, comes running into the house and he trips. And he starts yelling, Mom, Mom, and crying. And his mom stands up and then sits back down and starts to cry. Because he's right there. And slowly, he, he started, like, the, the scene is set up where... He finally quiets down after a while, and he hears, like, a, a bird outside the window that's open. And then he hears something else. And then he says, Mom, I can hear you. I know you're there. And then he realizes she is teaching him that nobody will make you into a cripple. She is she is instigating, or, or I guess... Well, she's, she's not exempt. Yeah, she is initiating yeah. what it looks like for nobody to let you, let make, make you into a cripple. It is a very, very good movie. And Jamie Foxx just did an excellent job of playing him. Wow, he's good. Uh, I don't know his politics. I really don't want to know because I might not I, like I, him I anymore. Yeah, I don't really care. But, so. man, that's a good yeah. movie. I would recommend it. I love that. I, I, it's re- the, don't, ma- don't let anyone turn you into a cripple. That really spoke to me. No. Well, this kind of goes to um, Perry Stone when his wife had uh covid he has a, a message on one of i don't know one of his podcasts or something but when she got out they i guess had taken the time to realize that when somebody talks down on somebody else to you they'll they'll that will change your opinion about somebody yeah this so, is good yeah and, and this is kind of that same concept because if if somebody wrongs me or i feel like they wrong me and i go tell you and then that person meets them or you meet them Right. Your opinion, you're going to automatically be kind of like, well, I remember what he said. It goes back to the law of first mention. Yeah. So, and this is kind of like that when you said, you know, you don't want to hear his politics. There's no reason to in this situation. Really because it, it really would. It, it would really twist your opinion about him. Which, in, yeah, and, and it can distort the... Yeah. It the, might make it great, worse than it really even is. Right. And not just that. It can distort him as an artist. Yeah. The greatness of the art the, the art that he created, that yep. he did in, in that movie. But yeah, that, that's one that I battle a lot. I, um, man, I, I, ever since you mentioned that, I've thought about it more, more and more. Like, how often? And it's so difficult to erase it. And then you can't. It's not possible. You yeah. cannot. You cannot unlearn. Meet that person without a bias. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. One and way the or the is, other. The thing is that bias might have come out of something completely unintentional. Oh yeah. Like text. We actually talked about it the other day. Like text messages. Text messages can come through so differently depending your mood, not yeah, mine. Yeah, I might have. Well, not even that. It I'm can come re- through y'all guys' punctuation. That's another yeah, one. But even, even if you do the punctuation right, even if you do that right, I but, might be in a playful mood. You might be pissed off and see something that was never meant to be in there. It's like it's it's like ah, uh, uh, what do you call that? Like theories that are not true in politics. Um, conspiracy. Conspiracy. Okay. It, it's it, it's just like a conspiracy. It, you you can take enough little things and make something out of it that was never there. Yeah. Like the the conspiracy of the the towers that there was there, there was bombs set in there. Twin towers. Oh yeah. There was so much going around with that. That's what I'm saying. Like it, it was it was all the Republicans' faults. Obviously. 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 No. But <laughs> that's terrible. No, because we know it wasn't. I mean, that's right. stupid. Right. Yeah. And it just, but there is enough there that if you miss some minor details, and especially for uneducated people, because I'm one of them, I don't know 
I know basically nothing about big structures like that. Yeah. So it is not very difficult to convince me that somebody set a massive amount of bombs and bombed the thing as as the plane crashed into it. Because I'm not an engineer. I can't, I can't tell you that's wrong. Yeah. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. I, that's why that's I, I think I have that. I, I think I used to be really gullible. And one day a switch was flipped. And now I take everything with a grain of salt. And yeah. if you don't have some type of proof one way or the other, normally I tend to call bull. Yeah. And you ask Zach, how many times do I not do that? Like even in the shop. That's bullshit. Bull. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You better have proof. Name five people. <laughs> like I use that. I, I use that even at home sometimes. I like that saying. You know, this person said this. Oh, really? Like that's common? Yeah. Yeah. So many people do. Everybody does it. Name five people. Name you can't one. Uh, yeah, usually uh, one. Uh, that one uh, person that said it. And, yeah. and, and that's like not, not just to him. I, I like that saying because it makes that person go back and think about it. Like, right. Because in German, we have Jana. Yeah, 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 we do. And Jana Zizzo. And Jana Zizzo. And who is Jana? I would really like to know. It's, isn't it somebody you make up to, 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 to get a point across? I think so. That make you really... It's that guy. That you don't have a basis yeah. of fact in yeah. or truth. It, it, and then it's uh, one guy. One person said. You, this person said. You try to, yeah. to to kind of add... Sprinkle some some, some proof into you it. You try to put a witness there. to it that doesn't exist. Push that's, blame on someone. That's it. Uh, yeah, put, pretty yeah. much. He's your, put a Yana witness. is a scapegoat. That's oh, what he is. Big one. Bad. Yeah. That was very good. That was very good. Well, so yeah, that that changes everything about every person. If Yana saw it, yeah. well, obviously it happened. <laughs> and, he, and he's nameless. That's right. So we can't ask him. So they, can't we can't prove him wrong. Could be anyone. Don't know where yeah. he lives. That's right. If anybody knows who no Yana one. is, let us know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We want his address. Yeah, we want to know. We got Phone questions. Number, email. Yeah. We want to invite him to the podcast. We have questions. <laughs> Lots of them. Yeah. Gosh, man, I don't know when the switch got flipped for me either exactly, but I'm to the point where if I'm talking to someone and they're like completely just lost and they're just going through things, they're just, I'm like, dude, that's bad. No, I'm sad. Uh I actually don't get mad anymore. I'm just sad because I'm like, you you know how short Lutz life is and you're wasting so much of it on just things that just mean absolutely nothing. Which there's a, there's a common, I think a common thing among, I would like to say all people. I've never met anyone then. We have a tendency to want to prove that what we believe or say is true. Yeah. Goes to a couple of uh, podcasts ago. Uh, the correcting versus proven wrong. Yeah. It's in our nature to mm. want to prove each other wrong. It is. Yeah. And that, it's something that I really... And I think that's why that Jordan Peterson spoke to me so much. Because he says that he he, he had realized when he was in his 20s that he had lied a lot. And he said some of those were to prove arguments and some were not. Yeah. And some were probably ignorant lying. Yeah. But they're still lies. Mm-hmm. And that's, it's it's tough. It's tough to to be open-minded and like if, if I don't know what you're talking about, then just receive it. Yeah, just to shut up and say, well, you might be right. Or, or just say like, let me look into it. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. so many times it doesn't, like for what we believe it might not sound right but then when you go look at it it might be right or whatever yeah. well it kind of goes to last week the the dollar bill thing 
Like you guys tried your best to prove me wrong. But and it's not that you weren't right. You were right. No. But But it didn't make sense to you. No, it didn't make sense and there's nothing you could do to prove me wrong. And that and that's fine. Yeah. And I think I'm about, actually I the had, same way. I had to do it for myself. Good. And and that, that goes into that. Yeah. There that, I, it there's took a lot a, of people like that. It took me a while, but I had to yeah, basically what Pete's talking about is that the one guy puts down forty and somebody no buy puts down thirty, the other guy buys it for forty, so now you both made ten bucks. And it's easy to... Yeah, it's kind of bull. It, it is bull. Yeah, one guy walks away with 10 bucks extra and the yeah. other guy loses 10 bucks. It's, There's no, I, it took me a long time, but I could come to the to the like factual, truthful conclusion yeah. in my mind. But yeah, it's... I was... Like when I seen it, like There's, that doesn't work, but I could not tell you why. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was me too because I, I was thinking about it later because I was like, looking at just the basic basic <laughs> part of it and in and, yeah. and the basic it makes sense so to actually do the math in your head and, and think is my thing is numbers I, I like numbers I like I've always numbers. been good at math me too. like in school that was my strong point I excelled in math yeah not me oh I did and then it, it, it for something like that I would have never and figured. I think that might be where I still struggle with pride is you gonna tell me that I'm wrong voity I know, <laughs> I know zeros and ones, buddy. That's right. Yeah. You, you're going to sit here and tell me that my math is wrong, and and I have to see that for myself. It's not something somebody can tell me I'm wrong because it, it doesn't. It's not often, and when I am, I have to see it. Mm. So on on the politics, uh, I have kind of stayed out of, especially the mainstream politics. What Elon Musk is doing with Twitter is actually kind of satisfying to watch, but... Besides that, um, I just like the little tidbits that come off of it. There was what what <laughs> finally kind of penetrated, or, or what kind of came to me, and, and I paid attention to was uh, there's there's a lot of, I guess mainly liberals that are very very mad and, and are trying At their who, best. Elon Musk? No, oh. about the um, Florida, the judge in Florida striking down the mask mandate for oh. for for, plant, for flying. Oh, okay. And the thing is, the conservatives and Republicans, in a lot of ways, are no better. Yeah. We sit here, or I've done it. Like, I just recently quit because I want to dedicate myself to, to local, help local, instead of sitting and watching uh, national politics that can do nothing about, sit here and, and tell each other how bad they're doing and, and, being, and walking away satisfied and, and half pissed at something I can't do nothing about. I decided, you know, let's do something. Let's start where I could do something about it, which is where the Hope Center started. Let's do local politics and local areas. But on both sides, we sit and scream at each other. Yeah. And it, it, it brings nothing. There is there is a process for, for doing something about this. Like, if you look at, there is some really straight up stupid senators. I mean, nut jobs. Well, you look at it about the world today there's a lot of stupid people but not all of them no are exception. in politics and high up well, like the u.s like uh, ilhan omar is, maybe not most of them are in politics but i think most of the politicians are politicians they're politicians have the have the corner on that but yeah. so ilhan omar and some, you know, like some of these real nut jobs why yeah. did they stay in there there is a, like everybody sits and screams about how bad they are and i agree but why are they not voted out there is a voting process every four years yeah. where they can be voted. Well, it's out. very simple. It, it goes to else. like I said. There's a lot of stupid people. They're the they're I, the ones that I can vote. And 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 thing is, you know what? I take that back. I should not even say it that way. It's not their stupid people. 
they're there's poorly in, they're poorly informed. Right. But there, there's also reason. Well, not maybe there's a reason, but they, some of it is because most people don't bother to to find facts and yeah. truth, whatever. But another part of this is why are they not challenged to find some more truth? It's because I think that we don't put up candidates yeah. that are good enough to challenge it. You, you're probably right because we we sit here and and, and like I remember like Nancy Pelosi. What is she? Two hundred years old? Two fifty? I, I mean, uh, I'm, I'm just kidding. Uh, Maybe not. But she's old. She's been there since she was like three years old or something. Oh, that hurts. <laughs> and I've seen somewhere like they were hoping that you know, hopefully soon she dies. But why? Why do we have to wait yeah. till they die? Why think, don't you, you know do what? something about like, it? Like, even thinking about that, like I actually, I don't apologize to everybody I called stupid because there's a lot of stupid people. I, 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 I'm supposed to be a Christian. Like I call myself Christian, and I, I, I call people stupid like like this. It's not right. Even people like that. You remember when when the Biden election? You remember when when everybody? I think I might have uh, lit a fire at one of those Tuesday night meetings where I was kind of defending Joe Biden. I didn't vote for Joe Biden right. by no means, nor would I. Like you could pay me enough. Somebody said, you know, you ever see those things? Live here for a million dollars, not see anybody, you know, or do this. Somebody said, you know, live here with no Wi-Fi, no nothing for a, for a year, or vote for Joe Biden and receive a million dollars. I'd have been like, sign me up. I'm gonna live here. I don't care. Yeah, because uh, what do you destroy but, for four years? You well, fix. but but that's not the point. It's as a Christian, so many times we say stupid things like I did, and we shouldn't call people stupid. We should be fixing fixing the problem, not 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 judging the you problem. You have a very good point there, actually. But we that's should, hard we be teaching. Yeah, we should, and we, should and we don't because we we say we that say things that that yeah. that just come off. Yeah, and yeah, and, and turn it's not people, right. Which and not just yeah. that. With that, you, you're absolutely right because with that comment and, and with even not even the comment, even if you don't say the comment, yeah. with that attitude, we turn people off and yeah. don't inspire thought. Yeah. That is very, and, and that, that kind of goes to why we said earlier we're learning too. We're not right. perfect. I am by no means perfect. Yeah, I slip up a lot, and and, and the people around me see it. So that's why I say did I, somebody I, record that. Yeah, can, can well, we play if that? This back? is recorded. You will know. <laughs> <laughs> but like that doesn't mean I'm wrong all the time. I just do stupid no, I know, things. I know. But like I, I sincerely take back calling people stupid because that's, that's not the intention. Because it, it's got nothing to do with, with that. It, it's got to do would with, be the right word, wouldn't it? To an extent, ignorant. But and, so and much it, of it is mistaught, misinformed. It's it's our own fault. Right. Exactly. So it's it's not ignorant. That's not so much willful ignorance. Yeah. As it is because we don't bother to look into it. Well, a lot of I it is. I've been ignorant, and I'm still. Yeah. Uh, well, there's a lot of things I'm very ignorant about because I just don't know. Well, I think a lot of it is. Um, like this is one time I'm going to use the word stupid. The school system is stupid. The way things are taught and forced, when I was a kid, I remember like two plus two equals four. Now it can equal 110. And if you can prove that right, they're going to agree with that. But the thing is, there's that's an answer to that. <laughs> what well, doesn't change nothing. It, it's, it's very simple. This goes, we talked about proving that enough. Because it hasn't gotten bad enough. School. We, you can, yeah. But, but in, in today's world, let, let, let's say in a situation where, where mom and dad both work, kids are at school. Right. The school has your kids for eight hours a day. I the, know. the stupid crap that they shove down your kids' throat. Why did they get ridiculous. to do that? Because we don't do anything yep. about it. Yeah, and, and that's I don't where it do comes in about that, it. that we've been poorly informed. And as parents, we've neglected to fix it. Also, I believe this, I don't have any backing to. I don't know if it's true. I, my belief is one of the reasons why does, I mean, I realize they have the kids for eight hours a day, but why does what they learn in school overpower? what you live at home and i think that's really the answer it's because what you live not what you teach because kids will learn by what what you live and these liberals they live what they believe straight up 
They're saying we don't. And That's we don't. We go to church on Sunday, and on Monday we. There's something different. Not sure yeah. what that is. No, but you're, you're, you're probably right. Uh, are you a Christian seven days a week, or are you exactly. a Sunday morning? Because the liberals are liberals seven days a week. Yeah, yeah, you're right. They don't. Yeah. They don't try to be something else around the kids. They teach their belief. Yeah. And and if, if I think if if we would find and and as parents, it, I think they would not just kids. I think our community around us, it would benefit them. Yeah, if it is kind of why we started this. Is well, I think not just community. Um, you know, your, your first place of your first place to teach is your own church, right? Your home church, would it be your home? Yeah. Okay, so if if, if you live it out seven days a week and you see people from church and they see you and they see the same person on Monday that they saw on Sunday, will that not impact their lives too? It should. If the kids went to Sunday school Sunday morning and they see the same lessons being lived out that was taught Sunday morning, will they not? take that lesson to heart then. Right. Would then not your beliefs overpower what is taught in school? I, I think I think so, but some of that is going to depend not solely on that. There is there is more factors, but true. I think a majority overall, of it will, yeah. You could start anyway. Yeah. 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 It's not I, I to think say they right. won't lose their way, but this kind of goes where the Bible says you teach them when they're young and they will come yeah. back. Which I think that teaching is more in the way we live. Because the thing is... In, uh, I uh, if if Dad is watching, I hope you don't take this the wrong way, because I think Dad did what whatever he thought was right. But there was, I, and maybe it wasn't even I don't know where it came from. But there was in my mind was this idea that church and Christian was separate from what we do on a daily basis. Okay, it just wasn't the same. Like there, yeah. was, there was, and that that's why uh, the heaven and business was so important it is so important to me because if you can bring heaven down into your daily life yeah i don't ever want to retire i want to go until i fall over yeah because i enjoy it first of all i enjoy my work yeah on top of that if i can do ministry while working i mean that's just doesn't get much better so, than that but with what you said like you said your dad did he did the best he could Absolutely. with what he was given so i've had this conversation with my mom she's actually talked to me about it a little bit um, do I think that they did the best they could? Yeah, I, I think they did. Right. Was it right? No. A lot of it was wrong. It goes back to ignorance is not is it's not, not exemption. Exactly from the and, law. And the thing yeah. is, that's what I told her. And the thing is, I, I've told her, like, I, I will never hold anything against them for it. Right. They, it's not to demean them. No, and it's not. But the thing is, they did the best with what they're taught. Absolutely. Because they followed the, the beliefs taught in the church. Right. They followed the rules in the church. But and we also need to realize that not everything was right and then make it better for the next right. generation. We need to be informed ourselves. Yes. It goes to what you were talking about earlier. Because Take I, what you hear from us and right. disprove it or prove it for yourself. Don't take exactly. us, don't take our word for it if you don't like it. Because and even if you like it, don't necessarily take our word for it. You know, look for it. But Because I do yeah. expect my kids yeah. to do it better than I did. Yeah. Well, because we're I am, hoping that they'll have knowledge we didn't have. Because I, I, I try not to be willfully ignorant anymore. But there's still things that I'm ignorant about. Yeah. And that they will find truth for. And they will change it. And they look back, well, you know, dad had some of these things. You just didn't do right. And that is true. That's the way it should be. That's how we change our family tree. What we got? Canadians get to deal with Justin Trudeau. Yeah, I see that. <laughs> That's so- why it cracked me up right away. <laughs> I'm sorry. We, we do feel sorry for you. I'm sorry, we Johnny really Friesen. Do. Yeah, Johnny Friesen, you'll be, you'll, you will be in our prayers. Yes. Yeah. yes. And Justin Trudeau as well. And everybody else in, in Canada. Yeah. So the crazy thing is, is that that was the truth. That what, what such damage has done, it takes a lot. 
the process to heal damage takes more time than it took to make it. That is true. And that is a fact. Um, the the cells of Ritzili, um, fit fit sameth, um, Russian KGB guy, and he, he got out of Russia, and he actually went to Canada, and he, he went over. Um, oh shoot, what 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 says his name? Um, a famous Russian dictator before Putin, yes. Stalin. Stalin. So he, he went into death. How Stalin would take over a brand new space. And Stalin, I mean, he took a lot of ground. Mm-hmm. He, he he took a lot of off the pet, pet sex stands. Um, they had control of Ukraine and all of that. So he went over the process that they were what's it used to do, take over a new place, and he, he says you always start in the schools. Yeah, you start when they're young. How do you yeah. brainwash? Isn't but how long do you think it takes to completely change a culture? Well, there, there's whole studies well, on that. There's, what, four or five generations to completely wipe it? Is it three? Three. Okay. Well, and it's not just... So, I don't know if this is true, but I heard this or read it somewhere that... Uh, actually, the word apostle comes from somebody that goes into a new territory. The Romans apparently started this. When they, when they would take over a new territory, they would send in apostles. Or they were called apostles. They go in there, and they change the culture with music and whatever is... is yeah, yeah, is socially acceptable. You know, if you think about that, that, and that changes. Is that why in our area so much of the Mennonite culture will not accept what's here? Like they do not Americanize. Yeah, some of the old schools don't. Really. Yeah, they they stay in what, what they the, believe. A lot of that has changed to a point too. To a point that that's very much to a point, and it's not just us. I I, I use that reference because that that's our area. That's kind of where we're 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 familiar with. Which that's even even areas like if you look at Texas versus like for example when I started traveling, is, you go to California, it's it's Mexican. Like and like they bring in the culture with them, and they keep that culture just like mm-hmm. the Mennonites keep coming and keep their culture. And like, because it, it happens, if, if you go to like when I started traveling, what I noticed is almost nowhere would yeah. you see regularly pickups. Most most places, I don't well, know. If they because live so much. don't you know that they're evil and they pollute? <laughs> it's not even that. Most of it, it's it's a, it's a poor mentality. Not I mean, it's a poor, yeah, so it's poor mentality. We, we've had as, that talk as recently. The, yeah. the income is lower and they can't afford it. Yeah, cost of living changes with with the jobs available. And and it made me realize how differently we think, and not just Texas in general, but Permian Basin yeah. in general. Yep. There is so much wealth here, and, and people think differently here yep. than they do in most places. No, you're area. right. It, it is. Because, I, I mean, even going um, as far as when we went to the East Texas Encounter, the, seeing the communities and stuff up there around, like, the lakes where, where we think that's vacation spots, and you see it, and it there there's a lot of stuff up there that, um, how, how would you say it, uh, uh, like, it doesn't even look like blue collar living. It, it looks like it, it's even lower. Like yeah, kind of lo- low income. Like almost almost uh, slum areas. And and the thing is, it's not. 
it, it, it's not that it's that much different, but the the choices, the way the people live there versus the way we live in, and what we're, maybe it's just what we're used to in West Texas. But I don't, I don't think that's necessarily as much. Is that a culture thing? You, you think you would call it, it a culture is. thing? I think it is because the thing is like when I remember, I have this very clear in my mind. I'm trying to think the city I was in. I think it was Philadelphia where I flew in or somewhere in, in Pennsylvania. Um, and the Uber I got was a pickup, but it was like the most base model pickup. And, and I told the guy, I said, man, I can't say I've, and that's why it popped up to me. He said, man, yeah. I can't say I've ever been picked up with a pickup before. Oh, and, and the guy was so proud of himself. Like, well, I, I, I don't use this thing much. Like it's, it's my only vehicle. And, yeah, like it was a big deal that he had, and it was a base base model Chevrolet yeah. pickup, and it was a big deal to him. And as I finally opened my eyes, like you, nobody, we don't live this way in West Texas. No, really uh-uh. no. If you had an Uber here, there's there's a ninety eight percent possibility it's gonna be a kid in a in a Duramax yeah, or a Power Stroke. It's gonna look like crap because it's a Duramax, but it's not gonna change the fact that they're gonna Mustang. Get... Nah, nobody's gonna get yeah. to try to force you in the backseat of that thing. Not anymore. No. It, it started for a little It'll bit. It'll be Crew Cab 2500 Duramax with 37-inch tires and ugly wheels. Pretty much. I can see that, yeah. With 24-inch yeah. wheels and rubber rubber bands around it. Yeah, or that. Yeah, it's, it's terrible. It is. But but it, it but really that, does change so it. That, that is a, comes from Mexican culture as well, the big wheels and small tires. That's crazy because when you think about it now, how, how many like like teenagers that you know don't do that? They do. And and they're not. like They're, they're not Hispanic at all. They're... they're Man, have you ever seen the, the TV show The Whitest Kids You Know or whatever it's called? Something like that. This is like that. Like, these guys are like frat boy. Well, and it, even, for, even for myself. So I had, before I bought the Raptor, I, I, my dream was to have a race car to go, go race at the track. You're welcome, Isaac. Glad you could join us. Hi, Isaac. Isaac, hello. So I, I wanted a race car, and then I bought that Raptor, and I kind of emerged myself in an off-road culture, mm-hmm. and I see everything different. Like everything I have, if I could get method wheels and, and 37s for my truck, for my dually, that's what I would have on there. Yeah. I, everything would, if my wife would let me, I, one of the reasons we couldn't get a, a Lincoln Navigator is because I would. The lift kit and my would tires. I would get on it with 37 inch yep. tires. It, yep. But that, and it looks good to me now. It does. I like it. It used to look weird. Really? Not, not, I like not it. I like small ugly, rims, big tires. Weird, yes. You got to have, if you can go big tires, no bigger than 18s. That's that's why the way I look at it, and they look good to me now. That's what I'm saying. Like how the culture you submerge yourself in yeah. will change your thought process. I got yeah, I guess I could see that. Which it also makes sense. Apostles. I, like I said, I, maybe we need to look into this if it's actually true. But wherever I read it or heard it was that, that the word apostle doesn't so much apply to biblical people. It applies to people that go into an area and change the culture. Yeah. Either with music, or w- well, with music. And then nowadays it would be music, uh, cinema, you know, whatever the, is popular in the culture. That gets yeah. changed according to what you want them to assimilate to. But have you ever thought, like, in our area, um, th- there is poverty. That's that's not the issue. It's there not is. that there isn't. But even even teenagers that are, are born into it, usually, you you don't you don't see it. The, it doesn't last. Um, they see something they want. There's a drive. There's an initiative that they know they can get it. Mm-hmm. Right. Because you you could take somebody that that grew up not having much. You know, just just barely scraping by. Uh, they turn 18, 19 years old. What do they have? Brand new diesel pickup. 
And there's opportunities there here to make, to make there that. I think, is, I, I think those opportunities are everywhere. I, I think we often don't see them, and, and they're maybe not they're not the everywhere. same. Right. Yeah. That's true. Because in our area, one thing that doesn't apply as much is college. Um, mm. man, for us, you know, it would be school hard knocks. It's, was it's blue collar biggest thing. Yeah. Pretty much everything out here. Yeah. Roughnecks. That's right. You, you don't, you don't need a big education. You need common sense and a will to work. Yes. Basically, a will yeah. to work. Not even yeah. common sense. Ocean That's true. That. Well, well, no. Look, <laughs> look at the look at the trucking industry now. It, what, common sense has gone out the window. Yeah, it has. Yeah, like now, if you can pass a piss test, West Texas, New Mexico, they'll give you they'll give you a job. Yeah, yeah, because nobody can pass the piss test. Seems like it's ridiculous. <laughs> so, here said we weren't going to talk about politics. <laughs> <laughs> I do enjoy. I, I just think politics should be local, or at least start there. Yep. Because we could sit here and talk about how bad Joe Biden is, and it'll do absolutely nothing except for no. we'll, we'll go home pissed off. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Have a warped view of him. <laughs> or we can we can all just say we can go home. We're gonna pray for Joe Biden, and then at least we'll feel good about it. Well, but even well, and it's a thing that you cannot change. No, it's like Paul talks in the Bible about powers and principalities, and when you get up that far, it's a principality. But the thing is, who's to say you couldn't do something about it? Well, here's who's the thing. tried. You you could, but the thing no. is, you have to work yourself up to that. Yeah, but that's not the point. The that, that's but that's still doing. Here's it. another thing: no. the the way the United States is structured, every state, not 100 percent, but every state in a lot of ways is structured to govern itself. Yeah, they have yeah. a lot of. Well, yeah, you have authority. your state laws and then federal stuff. Exactly. So, yeah, and a lot of they have a lot of authority on their own. So, and and even even um, counties. Yeah, in a lot of ways. Well, even cities. There, the, there's there's a difference cities. between city so, rules, county, or city government, county government, state government. That's mm-hmm. kind of what I was going at. Instead of sitting here arguing about how bad Joe Biden is or how good he is or how good he's doing, yeah. bad, why not start in our local cities? Yeah, you know, I, I agree, hundred percent. Because here we can make a change, yeah. right here. And then if we inspire it here enough, maybe we inspire it somewhere else, and then soon the whole country gets yeah. better. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, who's to say you can't do anything? No, we can't. It's, it's just, just we don't. We apply it in the wrong spot. We or, or, we sit there and, or we sit there and say there's nothing we can do and we sit back. Yeah. yeah. There is something you can do. It's Absolutely. just do you want to apply yourself to do it. Exactly. Yeah, right. Do you want to get out of your comfort zone and, and get involved in something that you wouldn't necessarily want to be a part because of? Because there's, there's um, man, who did I see? Oh, uh, what's his name? Damn it. He's a young kid. Mennonite kid here from town. He's running for town council. Okay. And he has very good morals. That's doing something about it. Yeah. Instead of sitting and arguing about and everything they're doing wrong. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. That, that that's a good idea. And Go we out, need to come run. out and support him. Yep. Yep. Well, you guys, I don't live here, but well, you're actually <laughs> talking. I, I you're wanna, doing something about I, it. I, I you're on do your town so, council. I'm not. I, I want to give an opportunity. That, that's that's. What but I you're I working do. on it. I, I want to try to. Well, just to get involved. It is kind of that that same situation where Which, where I live. There's a need. And if I if I can help, why would I not want to fill that need? That's what I'm saying. Like in, in a lot of ways, I think you're inspiring this because first of all, before you were even looking for being town council, you were you're the fire chief. Yeah, just volunteer. But yeah, I, I've been there. I, I want to say 12 years. I've been a firefighter. But there's still a need to have a fire chief, and you fill that role. Yeah. And that's it, it. Can start there. Like start something small. Just yeah. fi- to where you learn into the role lo- role of leading people and, and be in leadership, whatever that might look, however small that might look like. Yeah. And then work your way up and see where you fit, what you like to do, because whatever you like to do is where you'll be good at. I love yeah. politics. 
Yeah. But and, and that's why I think I, I love to talk about it so much. And I finally realized we're just throwing, which it was one of those things I told my wife when we left the first time from uh, Heaven and Business. I told my wife that uh, uh, Ford Taylor broke my mind and had to put put it back together on the way home. Because <laughs> he was ta- he in a very nice way, not even directly, was teaching how no matter if you're liberal, uh, Democrat, Republican, or conservative, everybody's just sitting there hurling rocks at each other. Yeah, pretty much. We're doing yeah. absolutely nothing. Yep. yep. While the people that, that, have, that, that are in power, they do whatever the hell they want. Yeah. Be, and, and it goes back to why, why does evil succeed? Because yeah. good men do nothing. Because this kind of goes even like Second yeah. Amendment. How many people sit there and talk crap about, say, come and take it? Yeah. When they decide to come and take it, you're going to give them up because most people are all talk. And nobody's actually going to do anything. So the ones that are actually going to do something, they already are. They're already trying to avoid there's, it. There's petitions. There's yep. millions of things. I say millions. There's, there's not that many, but there's there's tons of things that you can be a part of to help with that. Open your mouth. Find something. There, there's resources on the internet. Right. And find if, something. And if you don't want to get involved yourself, there's there's people that want to do this. Yeah. And you can donate to them. You can help them. fund it. Exactly. That is also being... There's tons of things that you can get involved with, not only Second Amendment-wise, for all the other stuff. Like... I'm not saying go out and, and decide to get into politics and, and say who's right and who's wrong, but right. find local stuff that does matter to you and, and go out, go out, vote. Absolutely. Go out and f- even support people that are out there doing the stuff already that you don't want to do. Especially financially. Yeah. Because so a lot of what's happening in Capitol Hill happens with lobbying. Mm-hmm. And I don't have the money to have a lobbying group. Yeah. But NFIB does. I have a small business and I said with it's a small amount, but yes. I help NFIB. And I have had actually some great conversations with the people that, that called me and asked for, for help to, yeah. to uh, which they have a lobbying group there. Yep. So does the NRA. And <clears throat> like whatever you, like get involved locally where you can, but if that's not your thing, but you, you want to work, find something you can get behind, support them financially. Or if there's a rally, go support them in a rally yep. because they want to hear your voice. Even senators, they yeah. want to hear your voice. Yeah, you go as simple as, yeah. uh, Maybe not all of them. do you not see it online where it says, write a letter to your governor? <laughs> write a letter. I don't do know. something. If, don't just sit around. I just don't know if, if all the senators want to hear your voice because I don't know if Nancy Pelosi can still hear anybody's voice. <laughs> Her man. Yeah. Did we not just talk about how we're supposed to talk about people? Yeah. I didn't say she was stupid. Okay. <laughs> I think we're being told to sign off. That was pretty good. Yeah. That was a good joke. It was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, should we get into one more? Yeah, no, maybe. Say what now? I've got time. He's got time. Yeah. Uh, Pete's the worst one here, so if he's got time, everybody else is voluntold. Um, I mean, I'm surprised we're staying on topic. We we got we already we've drifted three or four different topics. Ah man, that one actually hit my stomach. We've run back and forth to a couple of different ones, but it's been very good today. Yeah, Yeah, they're all related. Uh, Matthew, Matthew twenty three eight through ten. Call no one on earth your teacher. What does that mean? Eight through ten? I think so. That's what I've written down. Twenty-three, eight through ten. Twenty-three, eight. But you are to be different from that. You are not to be called master, for you only have one master, and you're all brothers and sisters. And you're not to be addressed as father, 
for you have one Father who is in heaven. Nor are you to be addressed as teacher, for you have one teacher, the anointed one. What does he mean? Obram, hmm. you've been very quiet. Yes. I'm just listening. What are you thinking? Um, you have a great and fertile mind. <laughs> Today he's a sponge. Yeah. Fire it <laughs> he's up. He's absorbing. <laughs> Got a thought on it? No. Yeah. I've thought about this one many times. I, I, We've discussed to be it honest, too. Yeah, we have. It's come across several times in you know past uh, studies, but I've never come to a sure understanding of it, though. You yeah. never follow any body that is not of the Spirit. Because if you do, everything that you are taught will amount to absolutely nothing. Right, and and I realize that, but this it doesn't really say that. It says don't call anyone teacher. Yeah, whether spirit or not. I think a well, lot of it goes but to if idolatry. The spirit is in them. Then, is it them that is te- teaching you, or is it the spirit in them that taught them that is now? That's te- one of those te- I think teaching you, you that that could be twisted, because that that's simple to say that that a lot of these occults can be proven that they were right because the spirit is what led them. That yeah. could be warped very quickly. I don't I don't think oh, yeah. that that would really apply this much cuz this is so like I've got it here just an NASB. I wasn't following. I'm assuming you were in the passion. Uh I don't know what it was. Yeah, the passion. It was a passion. passion. So so this one reads more or less the same, but it said, "But as for you, do not be called rabbi, for only one is your teacher. Mm-hmm. And you are all brothers and sisters, and do not call anyone on earth your father, for only one is your father." He who is in heaven, and do not be called leaders, for only one is your leader, and that is Christ. Could this be one of those that was lost in translation? Yeah, I think so, but I think I think this one, like there's some stuff that I really feel is more metaphorical than others, and this seems to me like this is this is more metaphorical. Do not put someone literal. that high up. Never put someone on a pedestal to that point that they become your everything. We should probably keep okay. reading. Go further? Uh, 11, but the greatest of you shall be your servant. Whoever exalts him shall be humbled, and whoever humbles himself shall be exalted. I, I, I get to say to go further, but I, I think like, I think that kind of plays into it, but I don't think that that really changes what it is. Um, yeah. A lot of it is don't think too highly of yourself, but it's, a lot of it is also don't ever put somebody that high. Yeah, you know it's very easy exactly. to say that we have a spiritual father, like like it's used very often, or a spiritual mentor. Yeah, but don't ever put them that that mentor is higher than the word of God itself. Yeah, yeah, that, that takes that, the place of, of teaching. What does that mean? Sunday morning when your preacher's up there talking and he says to do something and you're not a hundred percent right, does that mean he was right because he told you? <laughs> do not call him teacher, right? Do not call anyone teacher. Yeah, he might be up there to pass a lesson, but if you go to saying that his lesson is right. You know, you, you've you've placed him above the word of God, and I think that's, and I could be wrong, and, and anybody's w- w- welcome to to try to correct me on this, but I really think is do not place anyone above the word of God. Not no one is an exception. Not not me. Not you. Not anybody. I think we can learn off of each other and kind of basically jumpstart off of There's each other. There's a lot. Yeah. The, the well, main it's, it's just as it says, are, iron sharpens iron. Yeah. yeah you know, that one. We we yep. can yeah. we can help teach Very each much. other. But we cannot be. We cannot say that Herman is the leader here because he's smarter than all of us, and he's right, and we're all going to listen. Yep. We can't say the same about me. We can't say it about you. We can't say it about anybody because yeah. that's not true. Because at the end of the day, 
the word speaks for itself, and the word of God is above everyone at this table. So, and I think that's what, what that's what I get out of it. That actually reminds me of something when you mentioned about the just because whoever you might call the leader of wherever you work or wherever you're at, like you, for example, the, the being a fire fire chief. One of the reasons why I've had such a hard time accepting the chairman position of the Hope and Healing Center is because I thought I was supposed to have all the answers. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you don't. What, uh, you don't. And not just that. I, I always thought like the leader is supposed to have all the answers and then bark all the orders. No. That's what I thought. What was a very hard lesson in one of those where, where Jordan Peterson talks about a lot of a lot of firewood that burnt through that one. Yeah, was what I learned. What a leader does is listen, listen to the people that he works with, and finds the the ideas that best apply, and then find the people that best are best suited to apply them. Yeah, it's 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 a it's basically you're basically a a processor. Yeah. Coordinator, a massive relay. relay. I, I thought for the longest time, like, I, and it goes back to, to to the fire department. Lead by example. If there was a structure fire, I was the first one masked up. Me, me, and one other guy that that was kind of our go-to. If if there was something, we were the first two in. And I probably did a lot more damage than I did good. Lead by example doesn't apply to everything. Right. I I do better sitting back and making sure the guys are going in safely right. than for me to and jump give in them instruction. and say, yeah, that they say do what I do. Because even I screw up. Right. We all do. And there's a lot of things they don't see. Yeah. And the thing is, they might, if I do it wrong because I rush through, sometimes a call is made on the fly. And it's not always the right call. Sometimes it's, it's right now, this is going to work. Right. This is not the way we're but supposed to do it. But it won't apply to every situation. It won't apply to 90% of the situations. But I do. And one guy sees that. And he learns that. And now the next time it happens, somebody gets hurt, what happens? Yeah. Who's that on? You're responsible for it. Yeah. Because yeah. it was what I did. Well, he uh, did it that good. way, so it must have been right. Yeah, exactly, right. Yeah, and it's he's not. Yeah. So it, it's not that that the leader needs to have all the answers, but a leader needs to be able to. He needs to be able to work on his feet. He needs to be able to make judgment calls in a hurry, but at the same time, when those judgment calls fall back, the leader has to take the repercussions. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, what sell it so for for Danny that you talk about that because it's kind of what a call lead leader lead does is he says he's got all of the answers. Yeah, march orders accordingly. Yep, and to only follow him. Now, well, the Bible there, you know, is telling you to do what? Now, you don't go out and say, oh, I know everything. You go out and you say, let's let's all talk and let's all figure this out. Because we found that here, like... Feel like in the Hope Center, um, as positions have come up, or things that could would be nice to implement or be good to implement, people were there to take it. Yeah, uh, we had first of all the the kitchen. Uh, Isaac's wife took it; she's very good at it. Um, and then Marcy did most of the coordinating on how to deliver food and all that. And she was getting overwhelmed, and somebody. Margaret started helping her and she was so good at it. Marcy said, I don't want to do it because she's better. She's so much better than me. There you go. So she became coordinator. Now Aaron's wife, the, the secretary, she's, uh, and even the secretary we had before that, Len, uh, she was, she was very well at what she did. Uh-huh. Very good at what she did. And, and then another one was, um, when we had one, of, when we had the banquet, uh, the, the widow's banquet, windows and widower's banquet, 
close to Christmas, we had a young widow ask. She said, "I'm I'm sitting home alone." Because that's another thing we didn't realize is uh, widows and widowers don't just lose a spouse. Usually they lose all their friends as well because it's, there's no there's no spouse to talk to. So all well, even it just becomes awkward not bring up the things that, that were there before. That's another thing that we talked about back then. But anyway, she said, since I have nothing to do, would you mind if I every other Sunday we play cards? And she started that. She she comes here about four o'clock every other Sunday, and they play cards. And last, maybe not last Sunday. I think last Sunday we didn't have it, but Sunday before we had a massive crowd here, a bunch of like married couples that came with kids yeah. and played cards and and fellowship. They just had a good time. That's good. And it's it's something we didn't even see. Yeah. She's just, I would like to do it. I'm like, well, this is awesome. And that's. I think a, a big part of leadership is seeing when things like that come up, see which ones are good, which ones are gonna gonna really produce good fruit in 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 the whatever you're doing, whether it's business or, in this case, uh, a nonprofit. But that was when I when I realized that uh, is when I felt like I, maybe I could step into that role and and at least try it. Yeah. But I was very uncomfortable before that. Even now, it's. Sometimes weird, yeah. Because even in the shop, I've never, I've, I've never seen myself as somebody that wants to be a boss, as you would know. Well, he's the boss. Never seen myself as that. It just it makes me uncomfortable. I don't like it. Matter of fact, Pete is a lot better at that than anybody and than I ever was. Uh, I don't know about that. Barking, barking orders. <laughs> At Barking Orders, maybe. <laughs> I've got lots of experience. Because me and, me and Abe, all those years, we worked together, and, and, and we complement each other so well yeah. that... You didn't need a boss. We didn't yeah. need one, no. no. But it's, it's changed. Like, when it was... Uh, when Abe first left, when you were doing silage, when it was me and Zach, we didn't need a boss either. Yeah. Like, but they, now there's so many guys, like, things... Yeah, things change. They evolve. Things change, yeah. Because there was... Like, I, I don't remember who I was talking to. I, was I telling you the other day, like, when, when it was me and Zach... We knock stuff out. We were there late. Like we we'd sometimes leave the shop. Not was it you? Mm-hmm. We were there sometimes nine o'clock. Saturdays we clock out five six o'clock in the afternoon. Didn't matter, but we were always working. Like there we went on a Sunday change of transmission. Shit. And 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 there was just two of us. There That's there sacrilege. was nothing. But I know, right? Yeah. You were taught better, Peter. I know. I know. I apologize. <laughs> but but we we did it, and and we didn't need a boss. It was just the jobs were there. We went down a list, and we would fill that shop up. We'd have four or five jobs halfway done, waiting on parts. We'd knock one out as far as we could. As soon as we were waiting on parts, you jump on the next one. Then you jump on the next one, and and we were moving at that. Yeah, you figure out a rates. rhythm to yep. go with. Yep. But over time, and it's gotten more and more challenging. We have so many guys now. It's you, you delegate a job, Each. you got to do this, and it's not not simple. And and even me, like I, I very often feel overwhelmed. Like. I was going to say, isn't that what are we going to do now? One of the hard things for you has been to pull yourself back and not do the hands-on work. Because I want to jump in. Right. Yeah, And and you know what? And maybe that's why. So uh, earlier in the beginning, I had that comment about about now I had to sit back. I had my appendix removed four days ago, five days ago. So I am very limited. My stomach is killing me. But I cannot do anything. And, And I sat there and wondered, like, you know, why? Because I, I believe in healing. I don't believe we should be able to get sick. I, 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 all of my beliefs were contradicted on Friday morning. And now I sit there with the pain after surgery, and there's got to be a lesson, right? Right. I, I, I'm not going to say God 
destroyed my appendix and because of that you know it's his fault that's not what i'm saying but it happened and and, and you're looking for the answer i want this, an answer the lesson in and this maybe the lesson in this is is shut up sit down and pay attention. <laughs> step back i, I don't relax. know not relax but pay attention and see and you know don't just get hands-on right away and and try to like this is what we need to do. This is what we need to do. Maybe yeah. that's not it. Maybe there, there's something to be learned. And yeah. I, I, that's what I want to figure out. What is yeah. it? That was Figuring actually, out how to coordinate yeah. the people yeah. in the shop. It could be and difficult. Maybe that's what it is. Like there, I, I just feel there's a lesson. And maybe that, that one makes sense. Maybe that's what it is. I was actually was going to ask you, is this one of those, what the evil one, or what, what was meant for evil, he'll turn into good? Uh, that's I would the exact think so, thing. because I would never ever say that, that this was good. So, but it's turning into something valuable. I, I think the lesson of it, yeah, is valuable. You, yeah. It's, it's knowledge is power. Even in something like this, the the knowledge that comes from it is is gonna be powerful. So yeah. Well, on that note, I think we will sign off this week. We actually have another podcast right after this, which will be the Diesel Solutions podcast. So if anybody wants to stick around, it'll be on our Facebook page, Diesel Solutions Facebook page. Yep. See you guys next week. <laughs>